Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I got a sign. Smokey in the air, that's a lot of crime. I'm Dale Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Mal with a bad back and all Davis. We were here talking uh, agency (laughs) frenzy. Uh, A lot of moves happened over the last couple days trying to catch up. I know it's Friday. Happy Friday. Hope you guys have a great Friday. I think I am. I think a lot of Eagle fans are. I think they're waiting for one last piece of the puzzle. That would be CJ Gardner Johnson. But um, let's talk about some of the moves that happened the other night. If you weren't monitoring social media, I don't think you got the whole understanding of what was transpiring. Uh, you know, people were eye emojiing, the slaves were going back and forth, people were reading um, some comments uh, uh, between Slay and some other players from other teams. Um, some other Eagles content creators were just making shit up. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was going back and forth. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we had talked about we had talked about um, letting letting some of our players do the business side of things. And yep. some 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 fans took it to a whole other direction. You know, you start degrading players. You start talking about them declining. You talk Revisionist about revisionist history, it, bro. It, it, it's like history. it's it's like at the end of the day, let them do business because that's what they're supposed to be doing. That's what their agents supposed to be doing. But at the end of the day. Uh, we we get our starting corners back. Um, that for me, I, I mean, I can go back. You can go back and look at the receipts. I've been wanting Darius Slay since 2020. Uh, so the fact that we have him here, still here, I'm a happy man. Bradbury in the mix. We have the ten. I called him the clamps last year. Excited about the clamps. Um, Fletcher Cox is back. Another piece of the puzzle. While y'all. Might have won our Hargrave. We don't have Hargrave money, but we do have Cox money. Very uh, pause. Pause. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Fletcher Cox comes back reasonable. Ten mil. It's a discount from last year, but again, holds up the integrity of the defense. While we have the youth movement going on, we can still add another pick in the draft. So uh, those are a couple couple of the moves off the top of the bat. You know what what moves excited you so far was it uh was it was it booby miles i know you weren't a big fan of booby evan wasn't a big fan of booby it's not that i wasn't a big <laughs> fan of booby it was don't like booby 
No, 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 it wasn't that. It was a. Uh, it was my oh, comments dude. prior to this season that just passed that I said that the man had a problem staying healthy for an entire mm-hmm. season, which is a fair judgment based on going into last season. Um, I mean, he he shut me up, put egg on my face. Uh, dude, dude balled out. He had a great year, but all in all, um, I think that this Eagles front office and the Eagles fan base as a whole kind of view the running back position as somewhat expendable. I mean, it's something that you can get day three in the draft. It's something that you can go out and trade, you know, not much value for and acquire a decent running back, um, like with one year left on his deal. So I think that Miles Sanders, while he was uh, a fan favorite for some, it was unfortunate to see him go, but it's it's a necessary part of business. And that's exactly what this is. I saw a lot of, uh, a lot of you know, controversy going on the timeline but between the whole slay thing that was going on i know there was a lot of people that were out here that were double that were you know going back on the things that they were saying hours ago about slay i was kind of foul man i'm not gonna lie and like you you had some people that uh once once bradbury got signed uh they, they started talking their trash on slay and i i really don't understand where these people are coming from with the whole he's regressing all that like dude had a good year just because he started the year hot with, with a bunch of interceptions and then didn't have any in the back end of the year. doesn't mean he wasn't a lockdown corner, man. So thought it, saw some of the talk was kind of wild. Now the comments yeah. are people are wondering if you're okay, Mal. Shout out to Mark. Yo, I'm, I'm on these pain meds right now. So, I feel <laughs> so, this, so this podcast I can go anyway. Yo, it could go left, right. We're going to see. We just riding out right now, man. But, um, but no, for me, it's probably two. I like the the low risk, relatively high reward moves for both Greedy Williams and also Rashad Penny, right? Like two young dudes suffer injuries throughout the NFL career, haven't really established themselves yet, but are good fits for the system, in my opinion, right? That like Rashad Penny, he I love how he described himself in his introductory interview that he's a slasher, and I like that thought process, right? That like he's getting to the hole, he's a north south runner. But he can also take it to the house. And I think, you know, if he stays healthy, that's a big question mark. But I look at him as somebody, if he does get hurt, may it be during the early part of the season? Because if he's healthy for a playoff run, boy, oh, boy, yo, that's the last dude you want to see in the cold at the end of the year, bro. And so, you know, Rashad Penny definitely uh, excites me. Greedy just as a, a, a long, lanky defender, right, the size coming in here. Um, coming from Seattle, even though they're talking Vic Fangio, I'm sure he's going to bring those Carroll principles in here too. Though They like those long, rangy guys that take up a lot of space when you run those zones, right? And so for me, Greedy fits that spot too. Uh, so listen, man, I, I don't – I'm not a GM, bro, so I'm not going to question how he's he's working his magic. Some folks had to leave. Hargrave got the bag, bro, right? So what you going to do about that? Um, but I'd be really happy if he could bring Gardner Johnson back to be able to solidify that back end of the secondary. And you go into the draft being able to take whoever you want, right? They're like, you would go best player available as opposed to like, oh, I need a corner. Oh, I need a defensive end. Um, it, it allows you to be way more flexible. Hmm. Yeah. The, the, the thing is with uh, CJ, that's the one news that everyone is like, yeah, my phone, phone is blown up. What did you hear? What have you heard? Hey, have man, you seen anything I, on the timeline? Uh, I saw so this something. is what, I, this I what I've heard. What I've heard. I've heard of one uh one uh he's kind of his market isn't where he expected to be um they're not seeing him as like 
the Jesse Bates types, more of a hybrid cornerback um, safety. Also, uh, you know, he wanted around around the, you know, they're looking at 13, maybe even more than that, but we're hearing around seven mil. Uh, if they can get him back for one year, seven, that would be, that would be interesting. I, I feel bad for, I feel bad for uh, Chauncey, but Hey, that's great for us. Run it back with those groups. Him getting hurt. It sucks him that that's injured. Him getting injured fucked it up for him, bro. Honestly, because like he was on fire, right? But like missing that Pro Bowl, missing those games, and then re blanket shit, being able to step up and step in, it just wasn't a great look. That like, yo, you're very good, but you're also partially expendable due to the system that we run. And so. Yo, seven, you know, maybe talking eight or nine with incentives, right? That like I think that's a fair one year deal. Get him back. I got got more information right here that will drop his value even more, man. Uh, how about the fact that safety from the Titans, Kevin Byard, has just requested a release. So if he's gonna hit the market, I I think Kevin Byard is a solid safety too. And if you pit those two against each other, I mean, we're looking at, like, I get that Chauncey wants his bag, and he totally deserves it. I think he's one of the top safeties in the league. I also think Kevin Byard is one of the top safeties in the league. And I think that, like, if you just look at it from team's perspective, I mean, who would you rather play for, the Titans or the Eagles? Who you got a better chance to win with? If the money's the same, who you got a better chance to be with? So if we can land one of those two guys? Yeah. Now, uh, Go Sixer says, uh, you know, Gail, do you think CJG, CGJ should do a one-year deal and bet him? I think Absolutely. in terms of the two teams that are uh, locking in on him with Cincy, you know how Cincy don't pay, the, pay their plays? Jesse Bates just left. Uh, but, I think it's a great opportunity for him to come back and play with the Eagles. But, like, I, you know I, I, I don't like the idea of – calling it a prove-it deal because what isn't it what this past year was was a prove-it deal it's not about prove it it's talk about his market and where he knows where he likes to play with never going to be a 14 million dollar dude bro that like that top of the market is that kind of money bro don't get thrown around like jesse bates got that because he's a prototypical prototypical size speed right like cjgj is an undersized dude versatility is the name of his game you got to find out where you fit but in the end of the day it also is about like who's investing in you, right? Like Philadelphia gave him more in regards to investment than New Orleans did. New Orleans kicked that man to the curb, bro. Philly got him in a system, put him somewhere where he could be a star. I think you come back here and you're joining a team that's well established already. Cincinnati too, right? But like I would be really careful chasing that money because a lot of times those teams that throw you at money usually aren't very good. Mm-hmm. So he, exactly. he, it's a rumor that he loves playing here. Uh, he loves the guys that he's playing with. I mean, why would you go to Cincy and then go somewhere that you know that they're not going to pay you? Uh, but he, he gets the opportunity to come here, and he, he's, he's a, he knows the system. But the other thing is, I, I don't know uh, in terms of um, – because there were some maturity things earlier yeah. on with the Saints, and then, then it moved Amen. on over here, and then Sirianni yeah. had to speak with him about uh, – he said that after he spoke to Sirianni, kind of like got him more focused. And then you see his social media usage. You're like, hey, what is what's going on, bro? Dude's in his bag, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I look at that social media. Like, he's an elite player, no doubt. But, like, I, I look at it social media-wise, and I do see that kind of immaturity that, that's kind of there. And I'm not saying that's not something that I love you can't still. grow. As a, like, of course you do. Yeah. But you yeah, love him because he's great. Jalen Rager was doing the same sort of nonsense on social media, but he wasn't playing great. And that's, and that's why – it it compounded people's 
dislike for him. Like Jalen Rager was doing all this talk and he had no play to back it up. CJ Gordon Johnson is doing all this talk, but he does have the play to back it up. I'm just saying that's what it is. I mean, also, is he, what is he, 26, bro? Like, he's also still a young dude, 25. right? They're like, 25 years yeah. old. So, we this expectation of, like, maturity, I think social media is a place where folks are allowed to be themselves, and you're seeing who he is, right? And so yeah. that's always been my thing. People want CJ to be someone he's not. He's a chippy, talkative, loudmouth dude, bro, but he brings it every game. And so if you're willing to have that in your team and you have a culture that can embrace that and mold that, do it, right? But, like, don't expect him to evolve and to become somebody he's not. He's been the same dude since he came out of Florida. So oh, I, I get I get that. But that's the, the front office will always they'll, – they'll, they'll look at that. Um, and it's just and ultimately, what it is. we know that our front office values the trenches more than they do defensive backs, point blank. Period. So that's that's always where they'll where they'll lie, bro. Uh, bring them on back, man. Bring them on back. Um, now let's I hate see here. <laughs> well, speaking of backs, um, yeah. speaking of defensive backs, um, well, first Fred says if they get CJ back, everything else uh, it'll be a free agent or the draft is gravy. Um, I mean, we're kind of lining up that way right now, aren't we, Gail? I mean, like, as we head into this draft, like, I obviously C.J. Gardner-Johnson is still top of our list, but our needs are dwindling, man. And we are getting to a point in this draft where we're going to be drafting for best player available, which is how you should be drafting. But we got two first-round picks, and we can add to a team that the holes are being filled, man. Like, when if you the fact that we brought, brought back Bradbury and – Darius Slay means so much for our secondary, man. Like, to have two clamps on the outside with, with our defensive line rotation, man, we still got some work to do at linebacker. But we've seen how cheap the linebacker crop is, man. Like, you yeah. can go out. I mean, what wasn't TJ Edwards a goddamn all-pro last year? Dude got three years, $19 million. Undrafted? That's what I'm saying. Undrafted, too. Um, I'm excited about Reed Blankenship, though. Like, for I me, that's too. the – that's sort of the wild card, man, because, like, he can do so much for you as a safety. Um, fill in the box, play deep, right? Like, make plays, defending people man to man. So, yeah, I, I mean, again, even if you don't bring CJ back, Kevin Byer might be a better fit, right? If you're talking about a dude that's going to play center field for you, like, mm -hmm. he was an all-pro doing that for years in Tennessee. So, you know, the options are there. Uh, I think every day, every minute that goes by is a better chance that CJ comes back here because the Gales point, right? Like, why would you want to go to the Bengals knowing they don't invest in their players and knowing that they're not going to give you what you're looking for and you have to do all of this all over again? Yeah. Um, now, the other news is, uh, you know, I saw uh, saw Jennifer Slay kind of pushing the uh, the uh, the welcoming mat out for the, the Mills. Actually, I guess uh, – Jalen's wife is best friends with uh, Miss Slay. So, but all, also uh, Jalen Mills, he also started his career at safety um, as a at LSU. Uh, he was a, he was a safety as well in a corner. So, um, um, we'll see about that. I, I, I'm not sure exactly. It doesn't it doesn't really move the needle for me, man. I mean, I I appreciate Jalen Mills for everything he did to be a part of that Super Bowl winning Eagles team. Um, I root for him as he's around the league, but I just like as we're looking at our options, like CJ Gardner Johnson, Kevin Byard, 
Jalen Mills. One of those is not like the others, man. That's just simply <laughs> how I look at it. <laughs> Hold on. Can I, just, can I just throw this out here too real quick? Avante Maddox at free safety, bro. Like yes. in his rookie year, man, he got a lot of good snaps at, in the deep third. And people are shooting it down, but like I feel like it offsets his size and it, it allows him to just use his intelligence in the middle of the field. Um, and if that's the case, you can slide greedy potentially to the slot. And you just have exactly. a lot of size on the field, bro. That like I, I'm excited about the options and, and, and just the position versatility for this team. Hmm. Uh, Adam brings up a, a question about got to be honest, still shocked. Some yeah. Sumalo is still available here on Friday, St. Yeah, Patrick's Day. Yeah. I mean, especially with Garofolo talk, talking about the news of the Bears being interested. But again, we said on the last pod, uh, they signed the, uh, the guard out of uh, the, from the Titans. So, but it's also it could be interesting from Sumalo's perspective in terms of where he wants to be. Like, if I'm looking across the play yard, playground. I see all my friends having a good time, and then I'm on some BS random team in some bum-ass city. And I'm like, I'd rather be there for a – depending how his money's set up. If his money's all right, like, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back for a reasonable reasonable price. But, again, you're, you're talking about having – you know, what, what's the line look like? Are right, we're going we're to sit Cam again. I'm going to put him – let him marinate for the second year, just have him around for depth. I don't know, but like again, very interesting point here. Uh, Daniel asks, Daniel from, Daniel from Sweden Town, uh, would you would you lock him up for a year with a lower hit or try to sign CJ long term? I would definitely be trying to lock him in long term, bro, because I feel like you never know if you get him on a three year deal at reasonable terms, and he goes out and has a similar year to the year he had this year, bro. You got it for a steal, right? They're like doing a one year, one years. One of these years, he might really hit that home run and stay healthy, and you might not be able to lock him into that price that you could probably get him for right now. So, now like a couple- seven mil. I don't know that he goes for seven like that. That kind of deal he probably bulks at, but three. Yeah, cozy Brian. It's kind of wild, man. The just the differential between to sign the papers. Yeah, the differential between like uh, like you know CJ Kevin Byard. Jesse Bates, these guys are all top of their position in the sport. And then you just look at, like, if you're a backup quarterback, bro, you could be making more money <laughs> than fucking the, uh, the top flight safety. Like, it's, it's kind of wild that how, how the money gets spread out. Hmm. Bro, and if you, and you're a running back, look at the running back market right now, dude. Oh this is bananas. Like, the amount of talent you know, on the running back market. Is bananas, dog. And now they're back? gonna all go for running. But Kareem Hunt is still a free agent, son. Like, are you kidding is it me? Calvin Cook available? Uh, they oh, talk about via trade for that got cut. Like, there's a bunch of dudes out here, right? And then and, you have the yeah. Then you have the draft on top of that. So. And the draft has a, a jillion, gajillion of them boys in there, man. So interesting yeah. when you talk about running backs. Um, the way that uh our running back room is set up, it's like uh. You know, you, you look at uh Rashad Penny, he's got a one year contract, one point three mil, only six hundred guaranteed. That's Boston Scott man. signed one year, two million, up to up to two million. Kenneth Gainwell, he's two years, one point nine five. Hmm. Trey Sermon, two years, two point four mil. Uh Miles Sanders just signed with the Panthers for four years, twenty five million dollar deal. Hey boy, ain't no way. Miles Sanders is a Panther again. Well, you know, no way, crazy but... how that shit works out. 
Hey, congrats to him for securing that. He was a few nah, he, he was by the second Now, Brian says, uh, linebacker is highly questionable. Dean has a lot of promise, but that's it. Yeah. Sean Bradley, yeah. Temple's uh, own. Yeah, Sean Bradley was talking spicy on Twitter yeah. a couple of days ago, too. Yeah. So, you know, you know. Hmm. So, while we're at it, um, let me talk hey. about uh, shout out Why to you in a cool tone. He says, How do you feel about Mariotti joining the squad? Love yeah. uh, him as a backup, even though it's seven to eight years late. I think, in terms <laughs> of uh, the offense and, and parts of the offense uh, that he's able to run you, yeah. with use of his athleticism, you can do that with him. Uh, I know he's a little injury prone. That's not, I say that in not a cool tone, uh, but uh, you saw what he did there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, the move. I you know I wanted Brissett, um, yeah. but I think for a secondary move, you know, some people are like, "Oh, who else? I mean, who else did you want to sign besides Nick Foles?" Because <laughs> we I all mean, saw Nick Foles is out there in the streets. But we dude, see- I mean, can, can we be realistic here? Like, if, if we're talking about the future and value and stuff here, Marcus Mariota brings a little bit more to the table than Nick at this point in the game, man. Oh, come on. You got one foot in the pool of retirement right now. I mean, you said it. He had one foot in the pool of retirement when we we won the Super Bowl, man. He wasn't going to come back that year. Mm. Now, Darren says, if uh, CJ stays now that Epps is gone, do we slide him into Epps' spot and let Blankenship play on the back end or read into Epps' spot and leave CJ, GJ, where he's at? I would much rather have CJ running that free safety like top third and having Blankenship patrol the box just because he's more physical, man, like better matchup potentially with tight ends and stuff like that, taking away stuff across the scene. You saw when CJ had a chance to play center field, like say like half of his interceptions came in that deep area, right? But like he, you know, he has the the wherewithal to be able to play in space Instincts like that. too, man. Yeah, absolutely. I think Blankenship does too, but if I have to choose between them, I'm going to choose the big-ass dude to put in the box, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just love his angles, man. Like, I'm just even just – not even that he's an undrafted free agent. The way, that he, wait, the, the, read, the way that he – wait, the way that he's – the way that he plays, Hit he sees it and, and goes and gets it, and, and the angles are correct. And, right. and then he wraps up as well, and he, he doesn't – how many reps he had in college, bro. Right, that like the fact that he was undrafted still blows my mind. This was not a slouch at Middle Tennessee, right? Like this is a kid that was putting up numbers, bro, every year <laughs> in a COVID year. And so yeah, I feel super fortunate to have him because, like you said, when you watch him on film, you see his read and recognition ability. And when he gets there, bro, he's gonna make you feel it, son. Dude, and I, so, I you know. I, I love having DBs that are not afraid to fucking lay the wood and guys that wrap up, man. He's a short tackler. It like, I yeah, swear him, him in the box is a great thing, dude. And that's, I feel like he's getting disrespected a lot by like a lot of the conversation that's going on. I just see a lot of, oh well, blanket chip can't. You no, know, he he was good as a fill in, but he can't play. Like, nah, he could play. Seven he could play, man. Like he's he's he a good play ass seven. player. My, Mark yeah. brings up a good point. Uh, Bard was born in Philly, Philly. <laughs> Go see the fam. Uh, shout out East Coast Gridiron. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? All right, I like I like Blanket Chip, but uh, Cozy, that's a little bit over the line there, pal. Yeah, nah, like Dawkins, don't know. 
ball hawk we, like we, we can't we can't be putting them in the same sentence yeah. you can't be you, you can't be saying that and then be wearing my jacket and I'll be, okay um shout out to uh my guy conrad he says uh, happy friday happy friday uh did anybody watch um xavier almost get knocked off i've been watching the tournament i actually uh i'm not that was gonna a lie. Great game. i um i had usc going to the final four that was my that was my dark horse and uh that was that was pretty disappointing to watch them get bounced on the first round because now my bracket's not looking too hot. Uh, Dan chimes in. He says, "Yeah, you locals got a whole other dimension with Slay being back. Thanks to the Slay family for the Eagles community, and Mrs. Slay at your tailgates and everything she brings." Yeah, that, that was the other thing. Um, I saw I saw a lot of guys getting roasted. Oh yeah, they was getting uh, cooked. And you know, <laughs> the Slays were keeping receipts. Um, and that's another thing, like. Bro, if you, if you guys aren't out there and you're out, you're not actually behind the scenes, and you're seeing like the Slay family actually do work in the community. Like I ain't, we we've been doing this a long time. I tweeted out because um, I thought they were gone, so I, I had to put a message out there. But you don't see other uh, players' families coming out and helping out and in there serving the community like alongside with you. They don't they don't got to be there. They they do not have to be there. And uh, you know, shout out to the Katja uh, Sue. She was out here. Uh, I'll just touch her raise. Uh, wife is out there mm-hmm. yeah. serving the community, they don't got to be there, but they choose to do it. They choose to give jerseys, they choose to sign for y'all, yeah. bring you, bring, give tickets away to uh, you know, children that have never been to Eagles games, and you're gonna down people like that. I, I don't, dude, they, they were down on them when they were on the team, and that's the thing that really annoys me about this fan base. Is that I remember during the Jacksonville game earlier this year, Jen Slay said that she was going to come down to the tailgate. Yeah. And then it ended up just being an absolute torrential downpour. And I'm sitting there like, man, she's the wife of a pro athlete. She has zero obligation to be here. And then there's all these people that are uh, giving her a hard time on Twitter and talking about, oh, well, you said you were going to come down to the lots and tailgate and blah, blah, blah. Dude, it was raining. <laughs> like, I literally told her, like, do not do not show up because yeah, it's not like, worth it's, it. It's gross out. Like That was the worst tailgating experience of my life um that game. And I was, I, we tailgate me and Alex threw it down that day i'm not gonna lie me and me and alex you guys did you guys held it down in we the held. pouring rain dude that was the worst day ever um mark says uh how he added a former heisman trophy winner to the roster as an oregon duck fan i think mark is in his feels i feel <laughs> oh, like he's got he big. might be wearing his Mariota jersey oh big time oh. I, I know he is i know he is mm-hmm. now sean asks um, were you picking with the 10th pick cornerback or edge rusher depends on how it plays out to be honest with you because like i mean there's there's a handful of guys that i like at 10 but there's a good chance that none of them will be there and yeah. if we get to the board and like first of all i think that i'm sorry mal i think witherspoon's off the table now with our cornerback situation the way it is i just don't see a 10th overall cornerback go um, so I Listen, think as long I, as I, th- I think I think it's going to be in the trenches. Shit. I think I think this pick is going to be in the trenches. Whether it's going to be a tackle that could play guard this year, and then yeah. eventually uh, swing out the Lane Johnson spot, or um, you know, edge or interior defensive lineman. Um, but if none of those guys are there, I'm honestly not a pro a, a, against moving back a little bit into the teens and then acquiring some more draft picks in the middle of the uh, draft. 
That would yeah. be my thought, bro, is to move back. Just because there's that move huge back 15, gap. Right? get Cancy? Yeah. See, Not even Cancy, bro. I, Nolan Smith, son, oh. on this defense could be phenomenal. Just because he could literally just go get the quarterback, bro. You know who you know who Nolan Smith is to me in this draft too? He's DK Metcalf. You remember in the DK Metcalf draft, he just balled out at the combine and everybody overthought it and said, This guy, mm-hmm. all he does is he can you can just run the go route. He has no route tree. Dude was a freak and he proved yeah. it at the combine. And I think that is what Nolan Smith is, this draft. I think that he is a guy that is kind of um, getting he's overlooked, good, but he, but dude, he's he showed physically that he is an elite athlete, and uh, I agree with you, Mal. I would not be mad at all with him there. You know, the part uh, you is know, that he's a tweener, right? Like, like, I feel like people can't nail down what is he, right? Is he a is he a three four outside linebacker? Is he is he somebody who put his hand to the ground? Why nine defensive end? For me, I just feel like I saw how they implemented Hassan Reddick. Just let him go get it, right? Like, if you put Nolan Smith. Hassan Reddick and Brandon Graham on the same side of a formation. I don't know what you're doing, bro. Like, who you stopping? Yeah. Stunts, all types of things are available to you. So uh, I think that, like, move back and then take a home run swing at somebody that can really bring, like, a phenomenal dimension to your team. Um, but, yeah, I think I agree with you, bro. Probably somewhere in the trenches. I, like, as much as I'm I, – I... I love, I love Witherspoon. I, I wouldn't mind yeah, Dallas. Dude, no, um, it, you know, it's uh, at the end of the day because I'm I'm trying to look at how they're how they do things and the way that what they're doing right now. It it's open for a edge rusher or sliding yeah. in the D tackle to rotate with the with the guys. Like in the whole perfect. You know, some people are like can't see like he's undersized. I don't think he could be. Oh, utilized. I, I think they will find a way to use a guy like can't see, but you know, then I, I, I won't, I'm checking miles Murphy and miles Murphy was all right, but I just didn't see the get off top 10 yeah. get off. Like I was like, you said the same I thing feel, about Brian Brees. Right. Too, and right? then Brian Brees, I'm, he's also coming Brees off a torn, eight, yeah. torn ACL as well. Yeah. So they this year's he he didn't start coming on to the end of the year, but you know he, he tore his ACL last year. Again, I'm talking top ten, so I'm I'm feeling like um, all right, I'm not seeing top ten right now. So that whole idea of moving back, there's some players there like even I mean, Brian we, we, Branch. We go from what we talk the about thir- safety. The, the third imagine, round to the seventh. Imagine adding Brian Branch in this mix. I just don't time. like if if I'm looking I'll, at how the Eagles draft, Branch, I don't think they value. Defensive, right? Like I, I don't. I don't. That's I don't, why I don't, I don't think it happens. I would like it, you I, know, like because because then if we if, if we if we talk about like we talked about last last Kyle podcast Hamilton? about no, having about. <laughs> you can we cannot redshirt first round and second round picks like no not like, not a not a top fifteen pick either man. Like, all right, then with that being said, now think about what is on the on the board right now. And so what, what position is open for a star? And so that's what I was thinking. Sneaky as hell, bro. Wide receiver, son. Right. And like people keep talking about how we nah, but people talk about how you know I think Jalen Hyatt is gonna surprise the shit out of people. Like I think he is gonna go exponentially higher than folks are thinking. Cause the fact that like he showed what a game breaker he could be at Tennessee and it was able to back it up, right? Like on the track, show that he has absolutely game breaking speed. But my question is Quentin Johnson. Cause like for me. At TCU, he wasn't necessarily as consistent as you would want him to like be. 
But, bro, when he touches the ball, son, he could take it from anywhere. And so, like, that's the sort of stuff that I look for, right? That, like, game breakers, yo. Who are the people? Blue chips, right? Like, uh, they talk about it all the time. That top 10, that's got to be a money, bro. Or, again, move back, collect some picks, and, you know, maybe take a swing at somebody that needs a little bit of development. But, like, you've got a plan for them. Mm, yeah, East Coast Screwdriver says CJ should be put on a one a fully year uh, guaranteed deal, and then if he balls out again, you sign him long term next year. It's less risky. You help your team out and the salary cap. Well, thank you. Um, I'm cool with that. Like, I don't need a lot. Like, if my thing is, if uh, a team really um, likes you, they're going to make a way to get you on this team. They're, they're, they'll find a way. So they've they've uh, they've either felt a certain way about something could could it be i i've heard some other things but i'm not going to say that on here um they just might feel a certain way because like all right the saints didn't give them a contract the eagles are giving them a, a one year or whatever or whatever whatever the situation is um there's something going on so we'll I mean, see i think we should acknowledge too like uh howie roseman's foresight and how this whole situation will play out too I mean, he saw that the cornerbacks would be more valuable on the market than than the safeties, which is obvious. But at the same time, like you lock down both corners and now you are not as your arm isn't getting twisted with the safety position. There's a lot of different directions you can go. And now with CJ's uh, value dropping, like, you know, how he's just sitting there like, yo, waiting for the phone to ring. Anytime you're ready to sign those papers, CJ, let me know. And And you uh, make a good point there, bro, because like CJ kind of fucked himself about mm-hmm. electing to be a safety, right? That like when you look at the safeties getting that kind of bread, you're talking Jesse Bates was like what 16, 14, everybody mm-hmm. else is signing for seven. Bro, these corners, fucking Bradbury just got what 10? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That like you look at these cornerbacks, they making what the safeties are. And the top of this cornerback market is is much better. So I think you know he potentially gambled on the wrong thing. Um and at this point it's costing him. Yeah. How about uh, how about we didn't really mention about Slay? Actually, it got it, he got extended. Yeah. So he he got his again when we talked about business people. When last time we had this episode, we talked about Slay. His his money was not guaranteed. Today, his twenty three million dollars is guaranteed. So yeah. while you, that's I still can't I can't I'm just gonna get off I'm gonna get off that stuff because I. I literally had a lot of conversations about that. It's like, don't so, no, I, I want, get I your money it. guaranteed, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. that that's what it is. Just get, that's what, that's what he had to do. So the fact that we get him for another year, he's not selfish. He extended, they extended him. We're, we're able to actually sign Chauncey. I, I want to ask Mal because me and him yeah. were, uh, I, I saw, you know, his, his tweet yesterday that I commented on. Uh, we were talking about, Jason Kelsey and his whole contract. And if we're not able to sign CJ, you know, do, do we blame Kelsey in this whole situation? We're not taking a team friendly deal. Let me ask you Fletcher uh, Cox at $10 million. Was that? I hate you, bro. Yeah. I, I dislike it. I dislike the move just because, and I said this on Twitter too, like, if I don't know that Fletcher Cox, and I wish Tank was here to answer this question potentially, but is Fletch that much of a leader in that defensive line group is he the dude that's teaching technique is he the one that's taking these young dudes under the wing and like running them through how to be a professional because if he isn't i don't see the point 
right? Because like on field play has decreased over the past several years. And so if there was a market for him to go elsewhere, like that's an opportunity for him to prove that like Philly, it was just a bad year or two, right? But like to bring him back at 10 mil just seems so but, steep. I mean, but if you that look at the, 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 the DT market, it was bananas. Uh, these guys are getting money. I, I talked to uh, Tank before the, the, the pod, and uh, he actually liked the move. Um, I just think from uh, integrity of the defense, you're having you, – you got a vet back here that's been there, done that. You know, I, I still want to get another piece to, like, evolve and develop. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see who, who their uh, options are. I feel in like Dominic and Sue was giving us better reps down the stretch than Fletcher Cox was. What, what's your well, guys Fletcher also Milton, had seven sacks. I feel like Milton Williams like gets forgotten this about. Is, on this roster. I think this he's got, got opportunity this year, this year, bro. He's got this got to be the one. Marlon, I mean, these are all guys. I mean, I'm just saying names Ooh. at this point, but Marlon played. Think, Marlon played well for where Milton, he was at. Yeah, they, he had that was injury. Brother, bro. I don't even think he got injured. I think he took the mystery injury, and they're like, "All right, well, we, we've seen what you've done, but we'd like yeah. some more run uh, support. We'll, we'll we'll get these guys for cheap. We'll see you next year." Now, Milton, uh, Milton put some good snaps on on tape. You know, it's just he got caught up in the to what Gail is saying, right? That like they went veterans first because they saw pretty early on like this team was special. Um, I think this year. A lot of these young boys got to play because we just aren't going to be able to retain a bunch of people and pay a bunch of money down the stretch. For me, Howie, if he hits a home run in this draft, bro, sets this team up for the future, right? That like if he comes out of this draft with players that can come in year one and contribute, right? Plus, you got Cam Jurgens potentially kicking a right guard. Like the future, right, man? Like th- this is a good football team. Um, just curious to see how he facilitates this draft because that's going to answer a lot of questions now let me ask you guys like if we're just thinking long term here say we end up drafting interior defensive line at 10 in the teens somewhere high where they they should be expected to start and we Mm -hmm. really start to fill out the defensive line rotation the same way we did last year if fletch has a good start to the season at a at a significantly less contract than what a lot of dts are making are you considering moving him at the deadline (laughs) <laughs> Try flip them. Just saying. I think it depends on what folks is offering you. If you get something that's worthwhile, maybe. But also, if he's playing well, then you probably don't want to break that rotation up. Yeah. Also, the 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 vibe. I mean, as much as I think what he means to the players in the locker room, I think uh, it's like I, I said the other day, like seeing Graham sign, uh, and I think. Coxie and Graham sign and you being thinking like, all right, I'm going to go next season, play somewhere. And I have my ACE to the left side of me. I was like, he, he wants to be here. And we talked about the culture and everything. He's part of this culture in the locker room. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the Eagles right now, they, uh, they're, they're valuing the vets in the locker room, uh, whether it's Kelsey, whether it's Graham, whether it's, um, you know, bringing Cox back, they, they're valuing they're veterans right now in terms sure. of leading them forward. Um, yeah, Jordan Davis' development like is, is is what I'm you. interested in. I'm interested yeah. in what Jordan Davis is, actually is. Mm. I mean, I, th- I feel like Jordan Davis's stats were somewhat skewed this year because if you were to just look at the stats, you'd say that 
a little bit underwhelming, but you see him out there on the field and like you see the actual disruption that he brings to each play, man. Like he is a guy that demands a double team. That's huge. Um, so to have him out there and year two for him, I think he's going to pop off. Uh, Christopher says, I think we have a few hidden gems that never got the chance, but we'll yep. be able to this. We'll be able to do so this season as Dean Davis and so on. Sometimes you got to hand over the keys. I don't, I don't have a 16 year old, but I, I could imagine your father giving you the keys to the, or giving Evan the keys to the car. I'd be a little concerned. Uh, <laughs> when did you, did you guys start driving at 16 or you were a late bloomer? Driving at 12, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My mom had me out here driving stick shifts in Georgia at 12, dude. <laughs> Georgia. Okay. Um, back rules, baby. Now, uh, I saw this as well. I saw, you know, he's a guy that I've wanted for a long time. His, his UCLA running back linebacker days. Um, went to the Jags. His career has been up and down. <clears throat> at the, at, then he ended up going to the Steelers. He says, I uh, hope the Eagles. Sean says, I hope the Eagles could take a look at Miles Jack. That was released by Pittsburgh. Everyone talks about Bobby Wagner. Yeah. But uh what do you what do you guys feel about um Miles Jack? I mean, he's a liability in coverage. So I think that that's a reason why he's bounced around, mm-hmm. right? That like, you know, second round pedigree a dude that, like you said, back to his college days was a baller, but uh never really put it all together. But I think it sort of fits with how he's doing, right? Rashad Penny, Greedy Williams, like taking shots on dudes that are still relatively young cheap, cheap, um, and cheap. cheap, have upside. Right. And if all else fails and they don't play well, shit, no, no skin, you could cut them, trade them, whatever. Um, so I, I would love to see Bobby Wagner. I think Bobby Wagner would be a great, I really wanted Levante David, but uh, he resigned uh, with the Bucks. Um, but I think Bobby seven Wagner would be great. I mean, yeah, it, did you money, see, bro. You see Devin Bush ended up walking too. I mean that that was uh one that I thought it I thought yeah. Devin Bush was kind of gonna be who do you picked up by? No one yet? No, he um he did get picked up. I mean I know that I, I saw know really he got picked up Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, Kasim says, uh, do you think Wagner would be a reach or bring Mills back and put him in safety? Uh, I just think Wagner. I, I mean, think, Wagner's I think, I think Wagner still Mills are good Okay. I think yeah, Wagner, I mean, he still yeah, played so. some good ball last year too, bro. I mean, I, Mills is just a you – know, he's a vet. Um, but I'm Mills just, at this point is just a guy, bro. You know? But like, he, he's not going to add an element. Like, I would rather take a shot on a fourth rounder or some shit, you know, that maybe you bring him in and give him a chance because we know what Mills is. You could sign him in damn August probably. So, yeah. you know, at this point, I don't know. Gibbs yeah, is uh yo campaigning for Deion Henley, man. This kid right here is quick, fast, and so you know. So is Davion. He Taylor. still has a long ways to go over <laughs> like reading offenses and wrapping up ball carriers consistently, but that's a fast human being, bro. 
<laughs> Todd says Reed and All American Blankenship. Coming up with nicknames: Ed Reed, Blankenship, Ed Blankenship. Reed, All American Blankenship. Um, Ed Reed. Blankenship. Ed, <laughs> Ed, Ed says late to the party, but how do you guys see the possibility of bringing in Bobby? I just think they don't want to pay that I don't money. Think it happens. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think it happens. I don't think they want to pay them. I, I, mean, I, I would love it. Like three I and mean, a half. considering I what it. linebacker money is right now, though, like what, like I don't. Levante think just anything. got seven. Levante just got seven. I, I I guess Wagner would get what five 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 and some change. Well, Levante is, is, is that too steep for Le, for well, I mean, Hall of Fame linebacker? That's, that's, well, I mean Levante was coming off the torn you know. torn ACL, a torn Achilles. He put up a good year, and then he got paid. I think. What did Wagner make last year? I think he made like five. Did he? <laughs> I'm looking right now. Interesting. Yeah. Any any uh any 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 news that pop, popped up? You guys monitor the timeline? Anything? Everybody's anything? Anything? Everybody's just anybody in the comments DJ, section. Though. If you see some news pop, let us know. Chris said, uh, "Leave leave uh, Mills where he's at." Sean says, uh, "I'm seeing a lot of Eagle fans who want Witherspoon at ten. Signing yes, Bradford sir. and Slay changed the need at cornerback, or you get a player like that to groom for the future." Now, like if he's the best player available, you take him, bro. I mean, we also have to uh, understand, like when we brought in Lido uh, and Sheldon, mm-hmm. who were in front of them, we had they got they were they were groomed um, to be the next, and you know he that's the last time the Eagles drafted a corner in the first round. It was I believe two thousand two. So that was a first rounder that sat the bench and then came in and became Lido. So uh, obviously, I, I I do I just like I like Witherspoon's vibe, dude. He's a, he's on he's on come vibe get you, bro. Is, uh, very he's interesting. Come get you. And like he can cover too, right? And talking before about like defensive backs that can tackle. Like I feel like that's something I covet in a defensive back because the NFL is all about space, right? Like this run after catch stuff is a possibility because you have so many cornerbacks that don't commit to the run. So when you get a dude like Devon Witherspoon that is probably one of the 10 better players in this draft, if he falls, like, that's good positional value. He gets a chance to sit for a year, you know, and come out. Like, Bradbury and Slay, we're going to have to move on within the next year or two anyway. So but if are he's you, a are player. Are you spending that high, that our highest pick on a guy that is going to be redshirted year one? I guess what we're talking about. Well, I, I, I think that um, we, I, it's dangerous when you start picking people for positions that you think could play right that's away. What you're doing. <laughs> you're, you're picking I'm, for positions. I'm picking. I'm picking the. If I said he's one of the best ten, if he's there and he's at the top of your board, you don't walk away from him because you got Bradbury and Slay. If you got a player that's not as good as him, but you're taking them because he'll play right away, that's just not good strategy, bro. I don't think that they take a cornerback because the Eagles just don't value it. But, like, I don't think that that's good strategy either. The, the funny thing is, like, you know, again, I had a conversation with my homie. Shout out to my boy Omar, big Giants fan. But, like, we're just talking draft like we always do every year. She's like, he's talk, talking about the, our Eagles. He's like, Did you, you guys are sitting at 10. It got it heated. This was a good, good two hours of arguing. He's like, you're sitting at 10. You talk, you talk about positional value to me. But then you got one of the best players on the board in Bijan. You can tell me the Eagles are going to pass up on Bijan. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. 
At 10? Yeah. Like, do you know what it the Eagles do? At 30. Yeah. <laughs> I said, but then, then, then I go back and if if I'm – because then I tell them, I said, I would love Bijan on the Eagles. That would be amazing. I would – it would be fun to watch. He's like, no, you're confusing me. I said, I'm just saying it would be fun to watch. I'm just saying the Eagles aren't going to probably do that. But imagine – I'm going to pose this question to you. Imagine, because we're, we're going about, like, on their board. Where do you think the Eagles have Bijan at? Just, just on their board. That's a good question. As, as a top. I, I'm, as I'm, a, kind, I'm kind of a Bijan stand. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you, don't, you don't draft them high. Like, I don't, that's why I, like, I'm not trying to get too attached. Uh, but dude, like I really do think he's he's one of the top running back prospects that's coming oh, to the league he's in a, a very long good football time, man. Player, you know? And I just, we, 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 we see. I'm, I'm trying to like. So uh, say you say you say ahead, you trade out of ten, right? Go to like 15, 17. Would would you be open to Bijan right there? I think Bijan. Fire some mid round picks. I think I might be. I think 20 and on is Bijan territory, bro. You got the Bills that were like 25, 26. Bijan on the Bills would be absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I, I think the Eagles would think about it at 30 if he fell that far just because on the Eagles he'd be phenomenal. So, yeah, I'd be curious. Think he's all the way at 30, though, man. I don't it, think he makes it to the end, bro. Right, because this this is a conversation probably inside the Eagles front office. Just like, okay, what what is your value on what, what if you What if you take a pick of 10 and then you trade up from 30? I'll rather trade. Yeah, I don't. I don't don't think he makes it. It Depends on what you give up. Yeah, nah, bro. I think he's probably gonna go anywhere from. I'm telling, like 17 and on, bro. I think you could. I think you could validate taking Bijan because, like you said, he's gonna be one of the best players on the board at that point. Like most of the the top dudes will be gone. So at that point, hell yeah. Because then I'm going. Then I'm going back to like we our, our conversation of like. We want a starter, like you know, you're not going to force it, right? You're not going to force it, but he would be, he would, he would be the starter. Yeah, yeah, he, he would, would be, be the starter. Yeah. yeah. So you talk about our <laughs> and offense, you, and you get him for five years, right? Instead of four, so yeah, with that fifth year of, of control, and it's not going to be as steep of a price because it's later on in the draft. So starting positions on this Eagles unit that are open, He's maybe running. right guard, <laughs> running back, linebacker, okay. wide receiver three. Yeah, yep. slot receiver. Linebacker. Linebacker. Uh, and maybe safety now, too. Defensive tackle. I'm not sure if you said that. Yeah. D tackle, yeah. Jordan Davis is, uh, should be in there as a, as a starter. I mean, you I, I just think about how we, ro- it, yeah. we rotated our defensive it. line, though. Think about how we rotated our defensive line last year. Like, yeah, there were starters, but there was all, like, it was, everyone got a healthy amount of snaps, man. They kept those mm-hmm. guys fresh all year long. So while he might not be in there for the first <coughs> play or the, the first series, I mean, like, he, he will still be in there plenty throughout the game if you end up taking, a you know, a defensive lineman at uh, at 10 or in the teens. Yeah, now shout out to Joshua. He says trade the number 10 pick unless the stud D line is available. And when I think stud D line, uh, that would be Jalen Carter. This scares me with uh, with – when you think about them getting rid of Zeke and they franchise tag Tony Pollard, so he's not locked down for years to come. He's only got one year. Bijan's a pretty good fit for for the Cowboys, man. Doesn't even come to out watch of state. that happen. I wouldn't like to see that either. I, I didn't like 
when Zeke went to the Cowboys. Not either. at all. Word. That was, was kind of tight. I mean, that would be a pretty good Zeke replacement. Yo, I like I like Zeke all the and way. They, and they obviously value that position that high. They took Zeke at what, four? Yeah, dumb. So. Because uh, then I, I, I was like, uh, no, I like Zeke all the way up until the time he got drafted. Yeah. I was like, it's over. Much. I was like, oh, you're dead to me. <laughs> so if Bijan, my thing is like, we've had, there's I've been all these other conversations of Zeke. Would you bring Zeke in? Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that either. No, no, not not for the price he's gonna be. And then on top of that, like, I mean, dude, he's he's getting long in the tooth. They they it, it's like Demarco Murray all over again. Like Demarco Murray was a great running back for the Dallas Cowboys. And, but they beat the brakes off him, man. They're giving him the ball oh, 500 times in a year, and then we take him expecting the same type of, you know, value. And, like, the the dude was just washed at that point. Um, so I, I think it would be the same exact thing if you went the Zeke route. I think that he's his best years are behind him. Also with DeMarco, no. that was just a bad scheme fit, bro. Like, they were asking him to run outside zones. Like, that, that wasn't his game, man. Yeah. Now the Chiefs uh, are signing former Bucks safety Mike Edwards. So uh, another safety off the board, not named. Did they? Uh, did they Some say people. how much you yeah, went I'm for? Looking, yeah, they didn't say the money yet. Oh, actually, so safety Mike Edwards has agreed to a one-year deal, five million dollars with baby. the Chiefs. That boy, that boy, CJ, and Mike Edwards had one of his best seasons. Yep. So. Shit, Jordan Poirier went for seven, bro. He's an all pro safety, son. So that's like, where that's where that's where that's where CJ's at. Seven. I think he's even less, honestly. He might be at six and a half. I'm trying to I'm trying to boost his stock. I give, I'm trying to, I give him eight, bro. Go ahead. Take this little eight and a half, bro. Trying to boost his stock a little something. Just a little eight and a half. No, I'm giving you know, I'm bro. giving I'm giving CJ seven mil and then I'm calling Kia up. What? Give him an upgrade vehicle <laughs> with the, the security system on lock. Um What were you saying? I, I forget where I was going to go. Dude, I, I, I was up until <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning last night doing fucking mock drafts. My, my brain is fried right now. Are you now. serious? I <laughs> wish I was joking. You're crazy. I told, I, I told Gail, let's do a mock. He's talking about him want to do mock drafts. Yo. He's we scared. Do, we, bro. we could do a mock draft Saturday. You're scared, bro. You're scared of mocking. Ah. <laughs> we'll see. It, it, it'll be interesting, man. I mean, it's impossible to predict, right? But like, first off, I don't even know that the Eagles pick at ten. So, any any mock that you projecting for pick number ten most likely isn't going to happen unless Jalen slips, right? Like something something wild on draft day is going to have to happen for for I feel like how we to stay at ten. Um, and as as far as Jalen Carter is concerned, I've seen a few people that were talking about his pro day and you know, you don't want dude watch, just watch the tape, man. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like he, he had, he, he had a shit pro day and it wasn't good, but it's also on the heels of dude is dealing with a lot of shit in his life right now. Yeah. Like he's got a lot going on. He's only doing community, uh, community he's got service a year probation mm-hmm. and I think 80 hours community service. Um, I don't know what the, the stipulations are of probation. Um, are we have, are we having any, uh, concerns here? No. I'll, take, I'll take Jalen Carter all okay. day, bro. I mean, that yeah. shit sucks that they was drag racing, but that shit. Um, 
That was unfortunate, but it's not yeah, one like, of those things where he was, it's not like he was heinous in the situation. Yeah. It's not like he, yeah, like he didn't clip him or some shit or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Roll rage. And there there was a, a horrific thing that happened. He was yeah. a young kid that was involved with a bright future and yeah. he, he made a mistake by lying to law enforcement and fleeing the scene. And you know, that, that was, that was a poor decision, but at the same time, yeah. like, I, I, you know, he was just trying to protect his future, man. And, um, I think, like, if you're if you're put in that chaotic of a situation, you really don't know how you would react until you were in it. So, uh, Daniel, yeah, Daniel from Sweetown says, uh, "Evan, it was tough. You can do your trade down for um, Elijah Moore well, I, and get him out. Get him at what sixteen? That's what I I, I trade. I did a uh, put a mock draft up where I traded back to thirteen with Washington, and then I also traded back to sixteen, acquired a bunch of mid round picks." And uh, my trade back to 16 included acquiring Elijah Moore. And so you do that and take Bijan at 16. Like, offensive set, bro. The city goes nuts, bro. Offensive set. <laughs> the, city goes, yeah. the city goes bananas, bro. Yo, just, <laughs> Elijah Moore wants out of fucking New York. You, you think about you got Devontae yeah, Smith, AJ Brown, and Elijah Moore in the slot. And we did that. We did the simple math, guys. We did the simple math. If if you if you move on from Quez, you save six hundred thousand. Two point seven. There's only forty thousand dollar cap hit. Dead cap, on the dead cap. So uh, Elijah Moore is two point four this year, and then two point eight next year. And he is AJ Brown's best friend. Just as close as Jalen Hurts. Do you think there would be some, the, some friend beef going on there? You're like, yo, man, you ain't hanging out with me tonight, man. <laughs> trying to get me a cheesesteak, bro. <laughs> no, Elijah Moore would be nice, bro. Offense, bro. I like that, but I also, I also like the idea of what Mal said earlier with a guy like Quentin Johnson. Like, I just. Oh, baby. A, bro, his hands, a, man. A big, I, a big body wide like, receiver. I'm just saying his hands is like. I, I mean, AJ Brown was leading the league in drops, my G. Like when you got big dudes that make plays, like they gonna drop the rocks, son. Well, I, I was I was talking to my TCU guys that love the TCU, and they they had they love them, but you know. Do you guys ever get soured by um, by a school because of a player that burned you in the past, a la a Jalen Rager coming from TCU as wide receiver? Because I'll tell you what, like. Really. I, I, I was hesitant about Washington cornerbacks after Sidney Jones as well. Mm. Nah, I mean, I I like to take it individually, bro. Like, you know, just because you went to the same school don't mean you're going to be the same player. That's sure. why when everybody was talking shit on Drake London, I'm like, Drake London's going to be a very good football player. Don't let the USC bias confuse you. Yeah. Like, he's going to be a baller, bro. Came out hooping first year, killing him. So yeah, no, I don't really get too much in the bias. This is uh Not this is that. this is a for Johnson uh from a TCU fan. Diehard shouts Kyler, friend of the show, says, Man, he's a solid first round wide receiver, arguably the best in this class. He's a big body with lots of yak potential. He's good at making people miss. He's fast, especially for big six four frame. It's almost like a running back after he gets a ball in his hands, he can block, just not the best at it. And his route tree isn't all that. He wasn't asked to run many routes at TCU. His route tree needs expansion, and his route running needs work. This is from a TCU fan. Die hard watches and goes to 
TCU game. So can't you right. say that about ninety five percent of college wide receivers coming into the NFL, bro? There are very few people like Devontae Smith with a well-refined route tree. Like, most of these schools aren't asking these kids to run the full tree, bro. They're, like, they're going to make you run the routes that are going to win them football games. And I feel like in this offense, right, that quick strike mentality, a dude like him will make such a difference because you, again, got her. You put somebody like Quentin Johnson with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. But come on, bro. Come on now. Come on now. Shout out to D. Morgan. He says uh, Chauncey played himself. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> damn, Dan. He did, bro. Damn, Dan. Um, what do y'all think of uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba? Um, I like him. I just think that, like, I personally wouldn't go wide receiver at 10, and I think that mm-hmm. he's going to be one of the top wide receivers off the board, personally. Oh, um, shout out. I, ju- I just think that he's going to go too high for what we'd want. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I, I've i been saying this for weeks. I think Zay Flowers ends up being the best wide receiver out of this draft. That's that's my personal yes. flavor there. But, I, like, if Josh Zay Downs Flowers was sitting there at 30, I, I will be frothing at the mouth, man. I, I, I think, those, <laughs> I think I mean, I, I'd love to get those guys in, like, the second round, but not the first. 30? Nah. 30? Or, like, 30. You, at, the, at the at the tail end of the first round, I'll be open to a lot of those dudes. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, shout out to Prime Primo. Uh, he's out Primo. here. I think he. I think he's working. Um, he says he's just getting a tattoo. Getting a tattoo. <laughs> oh, tattoo! Getting, getting a tattoo. Fucking Mike Tyson. Yeah, got it. Place, he said. Is he? He says just think about. It. We were known for not valuing a couple of positions last couple of years, and how he has had a change of heart. Who's to say his heart is not beating yeah. a slight different this year? Bijan at ten may happen. Oh, look at look at well, look at Prime. When was the these. last time? Like I get that, Please but like when down. was the last time we took a running back in the first <laughs> round? Like have we ever done that? I can't think. I of don't one. know if we've ever done mm, it. It's been a long time. <laughs> um, a modern era and shit. Well, my thing is, uh, people said that we were higher on McCaffrey. Some people said that we like Cook, but we were at mm. the second round and we didn't we didn't go up and get him. Which you, you should have. I know you're. I oh, you love fucking good. Um, but uh, I, yeah. I mean, I mean Daniel Jeremiah, who actually worked under Howie at one point in his career, said it's his highest <laughs> rated back since. Um, Saquon. 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 I saw, dude, I, I, saw, I saw someone comparing Bijan Robinson to, and I get that this is like. Comparisons are one of those things you got to take with a grain of salt because that they're just going off of, uh, you know, comparing measurables and stuff like that. But this Bijan had very comparable measurables to Ladanian Tomlinson. I was like, hmm? I mean, from a body I'm type standpoint, right now. they're not even that different, bro. Right? They're like, you know, <laughs> Bijan's a special How dude. How do you dude. not want that type of player on your team? Like, that's the part I don't get. That's a generational player. I get like, we, we don't bet, like, bro. Like we're talking about See, a, a guy that will be a top three running back in the league. How do you not value that? Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see, man. Because because hmm. I w- I was sitting there like, you know, just talking about. It. But I I also then this is when I'm going back to my my uh, argument with my homie Omar about uh positional value and and what have you. And then I then I then I also said, okay, the guy could be amazing, but then you don't draft. A running back when your team is not set up for said running back. 
Like if you don't have the offensive line, you don't have the court. Like I, I feel like we've got. The I, I felt line. I felt like Saquon. As much as I love Saquon coming out of the draft, I said he's going to die in New York by the time he's ready and the team is ready to like con- continue to compete. They're going to use him up. And uh, let me, do you let think? Me just do you think? This. Do you think they used him up? I think that Saquon is on the back end of his career now because of the, I mean, that's the shortest lived uh, position in the NFL. But my point is uh, we do have that offensive line you're looking for. And we also have, in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, the greatest positional coach in Eagles history in Jeff Stoutland as our run game coordinator and in charge our offensive line that is also has hall of famers on it. So to say that we're not set up to bring in a guy like Bijan, we are. <laughs> and that, what do they say that in Penn State? We are. Uh, we are. They say? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who cares? <laughs> uh, man. Shout out to D. Moore. You said live mock yeah, would be stop, fire. Bro. Live yeah, mock would be Gail, Gail out here. Come ahead, F. BSing, bro. We're, we're, at the, we're at the hour mark already. You know? Gail BSing, bro. We're all we're out here. We're all out here working hard right now, bro. I'm actually not sure if I could do it on this computer because I got working working hard yeah, right you, now. Yeah, what you got on there? <sighs> yeah, I think everybody. Uh, shout out to Kasim. Uh, everyone, everyone's everyone's all about Carter, even though uh, like out to Carter without a doubt, my boy. Carter's there at ten. There's no excuse, man. We're Unless the Eagles old, found old out something. Smith. Unless they found out something about him digging into his background that like nobody else knows or some shit, right? Like if he's at ten, let's go, bro. Mm, Mark, additional Mark with a, defensive lineman. Mark with a uh, solid comment. If you look at the Super Bowl, a stud running back may have made a big difference in the outcome for the Eagles. Just yo, saying. Rashad Penny would have made the difference for us versus Miles, right? That like if you put Rashad, a healthy Rashad Penny, in that game. I don't know that we lose, bro. Miles Sanders running east-west killed us, killed the offensive momentum. And so, again, I, I you got Kareem Hunt out here still. I, I don't know that you have to necessarily take Bijan and, like, he'll be the person that that turns everything around for you. You know, I, I think he would be a great cog in the wheel, but all of this is going to be based off of how well Jalen continues to play for us. So, Beef but if you bring Lions, in a Kareem Hunt, what what is bro. that? Is that a one year deal? Yeah, I'm giving him one year deal. Okay, year, so Bijan, we just talked about million. you take him in the first round. That's five years. You got him locked down at a cheap yeah. price. That shit ain't gonna be it's so not, cheap. Not cheap. Hey, that's man. not cheap. Hey man, if he's going, that, that's well, I mean, if, 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 if he's if going in the teens to the twenties, if he went at ten, it's the same price over five years. But he's because that's ten. But that's what I'm saying. We don't. If he went at 16, it's going to be but a fraction less. It's not going to be a huge difference. We're not getting Bijan at eight hundred thousand dollars a year over no, five no, years. No, 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 not that. Not that I would expect we would. I'm just saying that it's not going to be top ten money, hmm. and it's not going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just looking at how we can stretch it out <laughs> as long as possible. Now, a four three Philly fan on uh, YouTube says we're still waiting for CJ GJ news. Like what is taking so long? Obviously his value dropped. So why the way you probably have to have to ask Chauncey because he's, he's probably hoping <laughs> that his value increases somewhere he's, else. He's special, bro. I mean, yo, go, if you, if you're going to go out there and um, 
try and get your value. I, I totally agree. Do what you have to do. Yeah. If you got to wait, you got to wait. Yeah. Um, but if you get your value, you know, the, but the Eagles can wait too. Yeah, facts. Dude, having, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Another thing, we talk about how the other safeties are being signed around the league for less money and how that <laughs> is creating leverage against uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. But I got to tell you, having Ed having Reed Blankenship um, ball out as an undrafted free agent, man, that also hurt his leverage as well, man. Having it in your back, if we didn't have him versus having him, that creates more leverage in our situation. Yo, him getting hurt undermined his whole plan here. Because like I said earlier, when Reed Blankenship came in and played well, it wasn't a huge drop off, right? That like when CJ came back, you're, you're it helped him kidney to the defense. No, I'm not blaming his kidney, no, but what I'm saying is that a joke. If, you're gonna, if you're gonna make this gamble, bro, you gotta make it count. Like, and it didn't. And to you know what I was saying to Ed, whatever saying that reblankership, you you lost leverage, dude. Like you really don't have leverage here any longer. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I don't know how much you hold out for the best case scenario. Or you come back for the one year, prove it, and then try this all over again. But like at this point, man, it you might not even get the money you thought you was gonna get in the first place. Yeah. Mm. Uh, now D Borg says Jaden Reed or Parker Washington would be nice to tell. Uh, Jaden Reed at Michigan State uh, bowled out at the Senior Bowl. He, he's a he's a he's a he's a nice little find. Like I, I don't think uh, my my problem is I was like. Ooh, Senior Bowl, he's doing his thing. Maybe he could be a third rounder. Maybe he could go back in the second. Who's that? Um, um, Jaden. Jaden was uh, the Spartan defensive backs, well coached group, bro. Like, uh, usually technically disciplined dude. So, you know, Mel Tucker going to coach him up. Um, but shout out to uh, Philly Sports <clears throat> Trips out here. Um, if you guys are looking to book uh, a trip, Eagles trips happened all season last year. They're going to happen again all season this year. Going to be a trip to L.A. Get your West Side on. Um, West Side? There's going to be a lot of trips. So shout out to Philly Sports Trips. Check them out at phillysportstrips.com. Not just football trips. So you got baseball. You got, you know, you got uh, – They're doing everything, doing? bro. They're doing soccer. They got They got everything. If you want it, he got you. They're doing baseball trips. You guys ready for baseball season? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I gotta be honest. I, th- I think that the uh, I think the the fans aren't talking enough about the Trey Turner signing. Man, I mean, that's, that's huge. Getting Trey Turner. On. Tell me, to, you to tell me about it. Yeah, I don't. Tell, you tell me anymore. So. Dude, you tell he's, me. He's, he's, you he's tell like a, me. He's like a top ten player in in the MLB, man. I mean, he's arguably better than uh, than Bryce Harper, and we just brought him onto the team. Really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. You, you, I'm teach me. I just, I just did. I, I <laughs> want to hear he's, more. He's, 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 on the he's, Bra- he's on the Bryce Harper tier. We just added him into the lineup. That's that's massive. <clears throat> Are you going to buy a, what is it, Trey Turner jersey? Bro, you know me. Frugal game. You can't be that great, then. You have a Bryce jersey, don't you? I don't have any Phillies jerseys. Smart everyone, if anyone wants to donate a Philly jersey to uh, <laughs> Ev, let him know. Uh, Cozy says, Mark, you are right. Um, we need to run it back with vision. Sanders had speed, but his vision was horrendous. Horrendous. Oh, 
Will Mallon from the top rope. He says, uh, Bijan is from Tucson, where I live. His grandpa is a local ref in the multi-sports and also a sideline fish for the Pac-12. He's well-known around these parts. I told him several weeks ago we need Bijan playing in Philly. He smiled ear to ear and said that's what where I want him to. Wow. Wow. His grand, be a, granddad be a said that. Here, man. Wow. Oh, are we are we uh some insider information there? <laughs> Shout out to Romy Rome. Trey Turner has consistently been the best shortstop in major league baseball. Phenomenal player. Thanks for the backup room. Are you guys gonna make me get MLB for PS5? Joe, that's a great game, bro. That's fun. You, you have it? I have the uh last year's. I haven't gotten the new one yet. Mal? I got like I think the one from two years ago. It's it's funny we have PS5s we've never played together. Yeah. I'm about to say every ain't PS5 game, bro. He's still Xbox. on that little janky ass Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh Pete Nathan always with the Opposite pick, he says maybe the thirty. <laughs> yeah, I wired um. Shout out to my homie. He hit me up in the chat in the DMs talking about Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's Baller. he's he's usually known as the second guy. Shout out to my guy Ronald James. He said, um, "What do you think of Jameer Gibbs? Jameer Gibbs, he's got juice. He floats yeah. like a butterfly. Uh, stings like a bee, bro. He he hits creases like." He got like that Chris, um, what's his name from the Titans? Oh, Running yeah. back, Chris. Uh, Henry? Got, oh, Chris Johnson. No. Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. Yeah. Chris He's Johnson. Like, you know, you remember when Chris Johnson was going off, off, and he would just one foot in the ground take off, and no one could catch him. Yeah. He's got that speed, but he's he's very uh he's not the biggest back. Um, that was my thing. Not, Looking at him the in the combine, back. like. When you looked at like Bijan, is, is rocked up, bro, right? But when you looked at Gibbs, like Gibbs is not his, – his body type is more of like a slot receiver. And so I think you got to get really like creative about how you implement him if you wanted to use him as a running back. I like Roshan Johnson, though, from uh, the Texans that was splitting time with Bijan. Like that's yeah. a big boy, man. Um, gets physical. Uh, your boy Zach from UCLA. I was watching a couple more games of his last night. Yeah, I like his. Is I like his hands. I like Charbonnet. Yeah, I like his hands. Good football player. Yo, you had me with Tajay Spears, right? Like Hendre yeah, Miller. It's a ton of these boys, man. Yeah, I, I went back in. I went back to Charbonnet's high school games. His high school that, games. Bro. Yeah, his, his high school games are murderous. Like he's he's oh, killing yeah, everyone. How big this kid is, huh? He he was it was like. Um. I think he models his game. He was talking about Adrian Peterson. Hmm. Um, someone else he said that he liked. Um, Pete says Gibbs is Alvin Kamara light. Huh? Um, Alvin Kamara is on the market, I'll, isn't he? Some, some even, he's got I a court case. Gibbs is more of like a like a um, Austin Eckler type. You know what I mean? Because Alvin Kamara is 5'11", 220 pounds, like 218 pounds. Like, that's a, a big, big boy, dude. man. Yeah. Like, that's an actual running back. We just take it for granted because he's a, a multi-purpose dude. Like when I look at Gibbs, I see more of an Eckler. You see how long it took Eckler to stay healthy. And then when you look at Eckler as like a body type, Eckler is jack, son. So to be able to play 17 games running between tackle at that like height and, and weight, 
nah, my boy. He's going to have to hit the weight room major, and I feel like that'll potentially take away from his speed and athleticism. Well, I, I'm checking out uh, Gibbs and his route running. Yeah, when he puts his foot in the ground, he gets a linebacker in space, and he runs one of those crossing patterns. It's like <clears throat> that's definitely you, you know, those angle routes. He 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 probably kill a lot, a lot of linebackers in that situation. But like you're talking about satellite type, satellite type um, skill set. When we talk about Bijan, we're yeah. talking about he can do it all. And Tank Tank, Tank Bigsby. He's uh he, he's very interesting, man. I, one, I like one his of game. Two tanks in this draft. I know Evan had Tank in his uh reach and mock draft. At Tank Dell and Tank Bigsby. Tank Tank. Oh, Tank Tank Dell is my boy, man. A little Tank Tank. That's yeah. that's a flyer right there. <laughs> yeah, man. I, Those two guys, they consistently ended up in my mock drafts where I would let I would wait for a running back until yeah. mid rounds and late and then I would wait for wide receivers late. Yeah. And yeah, both thank those two guys. The third round every time. I think uh, he goes he could go back in the second. I, yeah, right. I think he ends up a second round pick. What, what's the uh, cool, run so fast. what's the Kentucky Kentucky wide uh running back got one in the second round. No. You said who that went second round last year or is going this year? Jersey John. All right, bro. Have a great day. Have a great weekend, man. Have a great great weekend. You guys got any big plans for this weekend? Uh, Stretch. Nah, my, my sister's birthday. We'll be celebrating oh, my sister's baby. Nice. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to sister. Lindsay. Uh, Cozy says Charbonnet in the third is a steal. Too bad he's going in the second. Yeah, probably. I mean, AJ, AJ, um, Dylan, Dylan went in the second. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Once you get into the second round, you're gonna see a run on a lot of these running backs, yo. Because mm-hmm. like people could it's justify a lot of them, it. Man. Yeah, so many and like different sample, Style, like yeah. different players exactly for different schemes and tastes. Like it depends on what you want. So, yeah, I could definitely see, like, a, a major run in the second round on some of these running backs that five, ten years ago would have probably been first-round picks. My, my worst fear is uh, what, what was the Donnell Pumphrey draft, man? Like, what Ooh, running back went that year and we took fucking Donnell Pumphrey? Well, I know Marlon Mack went after Pumphrey. Jamal Williams Not went two picks after Mack. Mm. Jamal Williams. I was surprised they didn't make a run at Williams in free agency. But getting Rashad Penny for – Pennies, bro. I want no pun intended. Yeah, I would have loved Jamal Williams behind this offensive line, bro. God, my my thing is, you would have never guessed that Jamal Williams would have broke Barry Sanders, one of his records. Yeah, his touchdown record. I would. You would have (laughs) never. If you would like, of all people. Yeah. Like Jamal Williams off the top rope. Yeah, he's he's a really good dude too, man. Like he's he's a. He's a cool personality. He's a wholesome dude. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely marches to his own beat. Is that, I respect is that, right? that though, bro. He's I like his own person. Yeah. I like it. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we could. I mean, for, I was gonna ask: Did any has anyone watched Jack Campbell from Iowa? I haven't a seen uh, anything on Jack Campbell, but I'm gonna be looking into him, Jason. You're an Iowa guy. You want to tell us what? Besides smart, because <laughs> we're going to need a little bit more than smart. 
Yeah. Now just, Tim says just measurable wise, it looks like good. Now Israel, yeah, that's a fan of Canada. Is a guy who, uh, if I'm going late again, the guys that I'm waiting for are Izzy and Tank Bigsby. He's a one. He, he puts his foot in the ground as well, Bigsby. Um, I, th- I see Tim is doing his homework on day three, mid round. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, Jason might be onto something with Jack Campbell, man. We're talking a six-five linebacker right now. Go watch the tape first before you fall in love, bro. Not saying that Jack Campbell isn't good, but that just go watch him. Hmm. Talking about watching, people are probably watching March Madness. This is the week to do it. Get your March March yeah, Madness. Jones, on. You guys something. fill out a bracket at all? Or no, no, I did not. Nope. Let's go Hoosiers. Uh, Mark's putting in some love for. Uh, Panay Sewell's brother. Uh, How about uh, Marlon's brother, bro? I, I want some of that. Or Nate Herbig's brother. Tupelo, too. He also wants to USC, yeah, right? not bad, bro. Huh? He went he to went USC. To SC. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Cozy chiming with Dwayne McBride. Hmm. I didn't. I ain't like McBride, bro. Like it just. He just lacked explosiveness. That like he was a between the tackles banger, but. He wasn't a dude that was going to get you, but so much more. Hmm. Well, you know, we're talking about weekends, man. Uh, I'm going to start my weekend off with some Peruvian food. Wow, what you getting? Lomo Citado. I asked that question as if I know any Peruvian food. So you could have said anything. Because we have, have, it's got his running joke. We're going to get some Ecuadorian food. <laughs> I fucking went up to you with. Fucking Peruvian. Peruvian. Yo, when you're ready, when you're ready to get some Peruvian, let me know. I'm in, bro. I'm in. I actually tried um Honduran food semi recently. Wasn't too Okay, well, all right. Evan's coming off the he's bro, going off the uh it's all delicious, man. Hey, go get you some rotisserie chicken, some rice. You'd be all right. Listen, Lomo Sotada, right? It's I just had it this weekend. It's a plate. You got you got the rice on the side, and then you got you got the juice from the meat. Right, mm. it's just it on the bottom. The rice, love right? That. It's on the bottom. So then they put a, they put a, they put up fries on the, on that. Wow. So the fries are like crunchy, but yet soft with the juice on it. And Sounds then good. you put on, <laughs> and then you put on uh, onions, sauté with some tomatoes and some. <sighs> bro, sounds kind of nice. Right, I'm hungry. I'm hungry now, son. Yeah, no, it don't even make it sense. It don't even make sense. You mix it all up. It's guess like, what? I, guess what I'm having for dinner, Gail? Give you one guess. Santucci's. Bang from the top rope. This guy. That's who knows you? Who knows you? You're so predictable. You do. You man. Do. <laughs> uh, Cozy says, uh, "My weekend start off at 10 a.m. Woke up late. Haven't worked in two months. Living life. About to pour my third cup of honey. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see. Comrade says Peruvian chicken is fire. This shit is fire, son. Um, let's see. Uh, Pete, if you don't know Pete, Absolutely. he's got his own channel, cooking channel. Pete throws it down, bro. I watch his channel, then I check go ahead and just yeah. start chewing on my hand. Feast with Pete. Go check him out. <laughs> uh, he's a Pete says Peruvian is one sure. of the best Latin food out there. Will Will says uh, some cultured bird fans over here. Fancy. <laughs> hey, I had tacos last night. Taco Bell too. So. Hey, 
Richard, yeah. uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a new guy up in here. Richard, appreciate you listening to the show for the first time. Hope you return. Shout out to you, Richard. Derek Burgess has an all-time favorite eagle. That's that's a bust out, bro. That's it. That's a different breed, right? Derek went to uh, the Raiders after, didn't they? I don't remember. I remember him being on the team. I don't remember where he went after. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to Daniel in Sweden Town. He says it's 11 p.m. here. Kids and wife are sleeping. Me in the man cave with all of you. Appreciate Good. you, Daniel. Go, yeah, uh, what, what is it? H71 hockey? I know you're big on your, your sweet hockey over there. Right. <laughs> hey, bro. I do my research on our fans. <laughs> 871 hockey. I, th- I think that's I think that's their their I don't know his team out in Sweden. Okay, nice. All right, uh, last word before we get out of here. Um, once again, free agent frenzy is, is crazy. It, it's not sexy. It's a lot of monitoring the timeline. We try to keep you updated with all our posts when we can. Um, if you have any, shout out to all you people in the. Um, that have been been texting me with information about when uh, news is dropping. I always appreciate that. But uh, we'll give we'll give Mal last word. Who since who came off the IR with the back injury? Still did on the IR, bro. Did did the did whole the pod bed. from the bed? From the not bed. Since, uh, not since misery have you saw anyone get <laughs> the best performance of their life. <laughs> Yo, diet. Nah, man. Just it's just good to be back with y'all, bro. Uh, glad that I was able to chime in and just chop it up. Always fun to connect with the folks watching, and uh, looking forward to this back getting better, man. And and the uh, the draft show. I'm excited about that draft show. We put in a lot of work the past couple of years, so that marathon will be fun again, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to the draft. I mean, I'm, I've officially gone full bore into. Uh, you know, looking these guys up. There is a lot of talent in here, man. I mean, to we, we, we picked a hell of a year to have two first-round picks. Um, yeah. Howie's about to do his work. He's already in the middle of it. I actually saw, too, uh, he's going to be – I saw something about restructuring A.J. Brown's deal and I want to say Lane Johnson again. But anyway, it would it would free up to like $25 million, which if, oh. Howie, if Howie pulls that one off, bro. Uh, CJ, welcome back. <laughs> uh, let's get it done. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we can retain this uh, this, this defense this defensive backfield, man, because this was the best one that I've seen as far as I can remember, man. So uh, yeah. let's go, birds. Now Rome's threatening us with a good time. Said so now the schedule opened up with my new gig. I intend to be much more involved with the Eagles football. Good luck on the new gig, bro. Okay, absolutely. Congrats, bro. Let us know where and when. We all can meet up for some Peruvian food. Oh, buddy. So Kansas City out here working, bro. Well, they, do. they really they really got Mike Edwards for three million dollars. That's bananas. Wow. I thought it was five mil. Nah, one year, three million dollars. So. That's what I read. And then he picked up. I, I actually I, I sent a tweet to uh CJ Gardner Johnson telling him that I would give him a ten dollar allowance on top of whatever salary, ten dollar allowance per week on top of whatever salary how he drop uh gives him. I'm thinking about dropping that down to five, considering what the safety market's at right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on now. <laughs> you get a $5 a week allowance on top of your salary. <coughs> Philly, it could have been 10 if you signed earlier, bro. Yo, could have been 10. Philly, damn. Philly stole the man's car on top of that. 
I mean, come on. That's why you don't get keys, bro. They're, they're very easy to hijack. Hey, Rome, I'm not playing, man. Don't play with me. Like, people who know me, I just pull up. I'm like, we're going. Jump in the car. I'm getting actually, I'm getting proven tonight, but I'll, I'll do it again this coming week. Um, yeah. Where are you getting this Peruvian? It's over by you. Yo, there's 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 some spots in Philly too. There's, there's spots shoot in me uh, some Peruvian over here to Philly, bro. Um, you know where I'm at. You want me to just drop it off? Uber Eats now. <laughs> <laughs> this dude can't even get to the door, bro. Nah, my wife will get it for me. She'll look me out. See, all right, we got Conrad. He says uh, there's a new Peruvian spot on South Street. Haven't checked it yet. Okay. Okay, is, that, to, is this where we're go, all meeting? Man. It might be. It might be. Because I used to get it living in Jackson Heights in New York. We, was, we lived in a Peruvian like neighborhood. Oh, my God. Some of the best food I've ever had in my life, bro. Okay. Rome's going to pull up from Maryland. Oh, Rome, okay. Rome, you close, bro. Yeah, Rome, right around the corner. Rome, Rome moved down south a little bit. Yeah, Rome right around the corner, bro. Okay. Um, yeah, last word, man. Appreciate everyone in the comments again. Appreciate everyone reaching out to us with uh, you know, I, I'm getting texts from the morning all the way to 1 a.m. when people are getting signed in. So I'm trying <laughs> to keep keep everything updated for you guys on the socials. If you guys hear anything, let me know. Um, shout out to my boy Tim. Let me know about all the Chauncey stuff. Um, shout out to uh Hollis Thomas who went to the dentist, man. Shout out to uh for the hygiene man he's he's, keep, he's, he's maximizing keep, the sexy bro keeping he, he, went, he went to the he went to the eagles dentist today no okay. way. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he, he had the flex i was like you get free dentist work he's like nah i gotta pay did he go is that at the novacare complex or is that just, i'm like bro where somewhere farther enough that he, he could make it i actually you know what it's definitely a private practice because i used to work in the same building that it was like the sixers official dentist they were on the mm. like first floor <laughs> And then um, shout out to uh, Prime getting his, his tattoo. Primo. Um, said he's getting a uh, – where is he getting the tattoo on? He said the uh, Mike Tyson across his face. Oh, I heard he was getting the Tweety Bird drawn. That's what he said. Godson across the belly. <laughs> All right. You lost already. But, uh, yeah, if, if we hear any news about Chauncey, we'll probably uh, update you guys on that. But uh, for now, enjoy your weekend. And have a great time with the March Madness and your family. And make sure you guys uh, stay out with your peoples. And make sure uh, you don't get crazy tattoos that you can't get rid of. You, you know, you can't get and rid sure of. You don't throw your back out, bro. So yeah. you got to from your bed. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's over here in misery. MJ out here breaking <laughs> your back, bro. <laughs> Yo, killing me, son. <laughs> uh, but we'll see you guys on the next one. And as always, fly, Eagles. Go blast. Go Birds.